Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Who are the coolest dudes on the planet? United, United States, States veterans. veterans. What's the coolest sport on the planet? Pro, Pro wrestling. wrestling. And what would be the coolest podcast on the planet? That would be this one. U.S. US military military vets, vets talking pro wrestling. This is the No Shave Man Cave. Two badass disabled vets... Sharing their love of pro wrestling, giving you their perspective as fans, talking about current events and matches, history of titles, and who knows what else. Let's do it. Welcome Welcome to the the No Shave Shave Men Cave. Now your hosts, Ellie Chair and Jay Tilly. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and happy belated St. Patrick's Day edition of Friday Night Smackdown. You have joined Ellie Jair and the one and only Jay Tilly. You here in the No Shave Man Cave. JT, talk to me, man. What did you think of our St. Patty's Day offerings? Hey, man, I thought uh, both shows this Friday were were decent. Um, Definitely an improvement over last week. Uh, Probably go ahead and start with Smackdown since it's the ones that comes on first anyway. yeah, man, the the story thread through this SmackDown, which is again the Bloodline yep. stuff, which is now the Cody Bloodline stuff, was fantastic. Uh, I thought that was the, yeah, the, yeah, man, the opening stuff with Cody coming out and um, and talking about you know I've got something to say and I don't want to talk behind somebody's back, so I want to say something. I'll call him out. Everybody is thinking Roman, but no, he calls out KO. You're like what? <laughs> And then you're like, hey, it's not just Ooh. him. I got somebody else. I'm like, oh, snap. This is going to get yeah. good. And that whole promo was really good, man. I loved I loved the little twist at the end, which was um, uh, which was um, KO saying, look, like you've said it. I, I've heard everything you said. I'm cool with being your partner and everything. He goes, but I don't want just a partner. Like, I, I, you know, I miss being a friend or something to that yeah. effect, you know? And I was like, oh, man, I'm like, 
hitting the feels a little yeah. bit. Okay, cool. Right in the old soft and then, spot. Uh, yeah, I was like, Ooh. and then when, uh, when Sammy catches him outside, catch me outside when Sammy gets him outside and, uh, and ask, you know, Hey man, like we, we've always been friends. Like, I don't understand. I didn't mean for that to come off that way. I was like, Oh my God, like who's cutting Ooh, onions. Yeah. That was beautiful. Al- like it was, allergies. it was, <laughs> yeah, it was great, man. It was, it was definitely, yeah. uh, an awesome, it, it, that was really, really good. Very powerful. Uh, and then, you know, KO just drives off anyway. So uh, it, that was probably like a great way to open the show. Uh, then we had, what was it? The, the intergender tag team match with Rhea, mm-hmm. bloody Ripley and, uh, whoever else, other people and in the ring, other, but, uh, other superstars, if you will, eh, it was okay. I mean, I was, I had a few issues with Rhea on this show tonight. Last night, I should say, uh, I thought Selena Vega got way too much offense in. Um, I know that's harsh to say, but if you're the Royal Rumble winner, and you're going against Charlotte, I felt like Rhea looked like she was on the ropes and getting her ass beat most of the time, which I didn't think was... I think she should have dominated her, especially because Selena Vega's not an, a wrestler full-time. She's usually a manager. So I thought that was really odd booking choice. Um, and that is something that they you know, are known to do. They don't book women well. And this was another... Oh, that fixed my mic. Sorry. This was another telltale sign of it. It was just kind of strange, a strange choice. And uh, to continue on with the Rhea thing, just because we don't break the show down move by move, but it led into the the frustration led into the thing with Charlotte later in the night. That was such a weak uh-huh. bullshit. Shiz- yeah. Absolute horrible brawl around the ring. Like... First of all, I don't think they should have touched no, I, until after. I totally agree. And I'm like, so whoever has the pencil for the men should have the pencil for the women and treat it the exact same way. And they're not having Cody and Roman tussle every day. They're not having them like try and punk and one, one up each other real vindictive like. And they're making Cody look so freaking strong and giving him you know, four and five star matches and going against competitors like LA Knight, yeah, and uh Chad Gable. Shush. And sorry. I just shush please. And thank you. And you know why they're booking Charlotte and Rhea this way. You know, like think about how strong she looked on the night she won the Royal Rumble. She took that spear, she got up, she won the Royal Rumble. She's body slammed the OC, the Good Brothers, and she's just been a total thorn in Edge's side for months. And now here she is tussling with someone who's five nothing. And again, like you said, it's nothing against her. And I get Selena is on this big, like media scrum event and doing some, you know, inter promotional stuff, anime awards and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, why are you sacrificing Rhea and the production of Rhea freaking Ripley, Rhea bloody Ripley? I mean, but she looked great. Dom is quickly turning into the sleaziest sleaze in wrestling. I thought we were going to see some legit, you know, scrapping with uh, him and daddy with Ray. And we didn't see it, but it's, you know, it's coming. And so, yeah. What if 
what what if what if it's not like what if they're actually going to not have that match at Mania? I don't see him not like I. Yeah. He's going to have to do something. But I guess what's it going to take for? What do you think it'll take for Ray to finally go? All right, I'm done. Like you've had, I, I've had enough. I know what the what culture guys have said. I know some of the rumors, but I'm curious what you think. I, I kind of tend to agree with what what culture saying, but I'm curious what you think. Uh, what you think's coming down the pipeline? Yeah, it's going to have to be something. It's going to be. It's going to have to be something serious. And you know, he's already gone with the. I should have been Eddie's kid. Every day he looks a little bit more like Eddie and I don't, I don't necessarily want him to do anything to his mom or to his sister, but I, there's, there's gotta be something. So he's ripped up the Ray Mysterio mask. He interrupted the hall of fame, uh, talk and action and, you know, the hoopla with that. And I would have thought that's, that's it. And again, I don't want him to, you know, get to get to where he's grabbing his mom or doing anything because she's not she's not a superstar. Right. But I think I mean, that's like he's he's slapped him. He's mushed him. He's talked smack to him in the ring, out of the ring, behind the scenes. He like Ray doesn't have an ally on Friday night Smackdown. He doesn't. I mean, he everybody loves him. You know, go Ray, go Ray, whatever. But if he were to, like the last draw, I think if if he was in a match for, again, you know, like going through this number one contenders thing, obviously what we saw last night with with the Intercontinental title, that's pretty much a done deal. If Ray... Well, showed, he's got LA Knight, LA Knight next, uh, next Friday. Yeah, so... The they la- set that match up. Yeah, so what's going to have to happen is, is uh, Dom is going to have to cost Ray that match and do something just dastardly, just shy of ripping his mask off. I was just going to say, do you think he takes his mask? Oh, man. You know, like when um, when uh, Ray was in WCW and they unmasked him when he went against Juventud Guerrero mask versus mask. I mean, that was horrific. And I mean, that's who Ray is. Well, he's a Hall of Famer and he's going to ride off into the sunset no matter what. Yeah, but that's that's who he is, and yeah, if if it boils down to it, then he like dives under the ring to cover his face or something. Someone comes mm-hmm. out with a towel, maybe. Oh, so the match is going. Uh, Ray or Dominic costs Ray the title or costs Ray the match, and then he grabs the mask. Out comes Edge to like cover him with a towel so no one can see his face. And, you know, he finally says that's it, but that doesn't really do anything for LA Knight Cause LA Knight still doesn't have a match with, um, for WrestleMania. So I right. don't, you know, I don't know how to do that real clean, but yeah, I think, oof, man, if they, ooh, wee, man. Yeah. So wow. the, what that's, a, guys that's a good twist, about. dude. Good, good, yeah. good twist. Yeah. I don't know. Like that's what I'm thinking, but the what, what culture guys are talking and they're saying uh, has to do with something with Conan, like maybe beating down Conan at the Hall of Fame, and then at the Hall of Fame he goes, "That's it, I'll see you at WrestleMania. Uh, we'll talk then," or something to that effect. But my concern with that is now you're gimmicking up the Hall of Fame, and I think WWE Ooh. tries to make that sacred, a yeah, sacred event, yeah. right? Because 
traditionally you have rivals in the in the stands or in the audience cheering uh-huh. for whoever's getting their <clears throat> excuse me whoever's getting their award. So I don't see that happening, but possibly after the Hall event, like a WWE exclusive. Yeah, you know Conan's Ooh, been yeah. jumped, and obviously you don't. Maybe you don't see the beat down. Uh, and they show I'm it at the beginning smack. of WrestleMania. What, like what yeah, they do I'm talk- on Talking Smack. They're, you know, he's going to be back there and he'll be talking with um, Kayla. Hey, yeah. Thank you, Kayla. I'm so proud. I, I can't believe I'm a Hall of Famer. Never in the world did I think, bam. Yeah, you're a Hall of Fame deadbeat dad. Da, 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 da. Tries to get his mask or gets his mask. And then Ray's like, that's it, son. You know, I'm going to teach you a lesson at WrestleMania. And it's going to be a mask, you know, mask versus career or mat, you know, somehow if the mask, yeah. golly, man, I didn't, I wasn't even, or, oh man, you just, or, or what you do you is uh, you the got the talking That's smack solid. or, or uh, something like that going on. And Conan's back there talking about how it was, or, or Ray's talking about it and they run up and say, Hey, there's been an incident with Conan and he goes and you just got yeah. Conan laid out, Yeah, you know, and then they so go, go to the, the video exact, footage, because, right. Well, or even you don't because Conan's health issues, so maybe you don't show a beatdown. But we say, you know, there's been an incident. Somebody attacked Conan. And then WrestleMania starts and maybe the pre-show, you know, Dom comes out and says, ha ha, it was me. And he's holding up like Conan's bandana or whatever, Mm. you know, something that shows it was him or his necklace or something to that effect. effect. And that might be the last draw. And then, or even during WrestleMania, and then you get the impromptu WrestleMania match where Ray comes out and that's enough. Mm. I've had enough. Like, I'm going to teach you a lesson, boy. Yeah. Booyaka, so, booyaka. Hits him with yeah. the 619. Yeah, that would be kind of like the Stone Cold KO thing where it wasn't really a match. They were talking and then it became a match. You yeah. could do that kind of thing. Yeah. But it's it's funny that I'm not into that story, but I'm into that story. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's not one of those that was on my top, like, oh, this is some great storytelling to where it's now like, I'm kind of curious where they're going. <laughs> yeah. So credit to them in that booking because it does have me intrigued. Yeah, the fact that like with the bloodline, you have the family name, you have the titles, you have the lineage of the Samoan dynasty, and then obviously you've got the near thousand day title run of Roman, and then you have the Usos being the most dominant tag team, even to the point where FTR dropped a uh, nugget on their podcast, the being FTR podcast, where they were like, yeah, the Usos are the most over tag team on the planet right now. I was like, wow, that's quite a um, pat on the back to uh, yeah. to the Usos. And I, yeah, man, I'm, it's, it's not the, it's not the wrestling. It's not the, Maybe it maybe it's just the storytelling how you can almost relate to it like dude this is like Rey Mysterio he's one of the greatest performers that any you know he started as a little lucha and he finally received the mask when mm-hmm. his uncle thought he was ready and then he became Rey Mysterio and yeah I oh man. yeah you really spiced up the uh, spiced <laughs> up the thoughts that was cool yeah I'm I'm curious how that one's gonna go. Then we had the triple threat match. Was that with, was there only three matches on? No, we had the LA night match where yeah. he lost real quick to, to Austin Creed. I forgot about that. Cause it was forgettable. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. I feel like they're burying him. And so everybody's talking about how LA Knight's going to probably have this breakout year and all mm-hmm. this other stuff. And I believe it because this is a triple H booking 
pattern. Yep. Somebody that's about to have a breakout, he buries. And if you don't know what buries mean, go check out our other podcast yeah. where we talk about wrestling terms. Wrestling one hundred and one. Yeah, he buries a talent over and over and over again, and then builds him back up like he's done with Austin Theory. Mm. You know that guy got buried, lost his title in like thirty seconds or something ridiculous. Yeah. Got buried. Tried to trade. Tried to uh, cash in the Money in the Bank for the U.S. title. Yeah, not for the world title because he was scared. Uh, failed, and now look at him. He's you know arguably the face of Monday Night. So yeah, and and I think that could be the same thing they're getting ready to do with. LA Knight, which I don't agree with that booking personally, but if that's, you know, the way he wants to do it, that's fine. As long as I think LA Knight deserves a good push. Uh-huh. So yeah, that match was probably a downside for me. Uh, and then like, we already kind of talked about the Rhea, Rhea flair confrontation. I will say I did appreciate, uh, Charlotte's line about when she, her first watching wrestling was, a was it a, a, a Rhodes challenging a flair for a championship. And then this WrestleMania, it's going to be a a Rhodes challenging and a Flair champion. I was like, all right, that's pretty yeah. cool. Like that was a good callback. I like that. But I'm still so I am really worried. I'm I'm just worried about that match, the Charlotte and Rhea match. I'm really concerned that that match is going to not be good. Huh. Looking at their brawl, which traditionally you want to see the heat, you want to see some aggression and it was really flat. Yeah. Like I, I don't like you said earlier, I don't think they should have touched to begin with this early. But if they were gonna have them touch, make it look good. Like it was just flat. I just felt like I don't know. I just it, it didn't do anything for me. It did the opposite effect than it should have done, which has made me go, maybe this shouldn't main event night one. Maybe this should be mid cards cooldown match because I'm a little worried about the quality of that match. And I hope I'm wrong, but it's something about this Charlotte run since she's been back. And I don't know what it is. Um, I'm not going to speculate, you know, I, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to speculate what's going on with her. Like, I don't know if it's an injury or she's lost a little passion or maybe she's unhappy with some of the booking or whatever, but I just, there's something off because it used to be Charlotte was kind of like, I don't want to say Kenny Omega level, but she was one of those where if she was going to be in there, it was going to be a decent match. Uh And every match since she's been back, I've been disappointed in. Uh, this brawl was disappointing, <laughs> and now yeah, I'm say the least. I've got concerns. Yeah. So the what you want to see in a champion is she's got it. She's got the look. She's got the entrance. Her gear always looks fantastic. The robes, the whole shebang. The promos have been above average to great. And then you know, like like you said, you know, tying into. You know, we think back to what wrestling is, and that's Rick. That's a flair being a champion and a Rhodes challenging. And you're like, oh, you dirty dog. But then you see, you know, this, you know, she's supposed to be the nightmare. Rhea Ripley's supposed to be the nightmare. And, you know, kind of this clunky, I'm watching the, the, uh, the, the tussle outside the ring and, you know, as soon as soon as Charlotte kicked her shoes off, I was like, oh, it's going down. But then it was just like this slap fight when yeah. these girls, women are normally bringing the heat and dropping elbows. And but, you know, I think it's all just to kind of, you know, swerve us and make us talk about it because, you know, any publicity is good pub- publicity. So we're talking about it. It worked. 
And uh, I rightfully, be- I rightfully so believe that Charlotte versus Rhea being the main event of night one, I think they'll raise the bar and that will be like top three. Like, you know, when we do our, our uh, WrestleMania review, it will be top three and it will be, uh, we'll, we'll be able to go, man, they, they've really got us just like, you know, LA Knight being buried just shy of, <laughs> just shy of whatever this new version of Corbin is. You're just like, oof. Like, so, um, wasn't super impressed with the LA Knight. Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods. I keep calling him Austin Creed, but, um, well, and they, it's because they, yeah. they put him out as both. Like, he'll be Austin Creed in some of the stuff they do, and mm-hmm. then Xavier Woods on TV. And I'm like, make up your yeah. mind. What are we calling him? Yeah. Just make up my mind. And then I saw this happening a month and a half ago that it was going to be a triple threat match, even though the ring general was like, nope. I, oh, I'm yeah. a champion. I only want to, you know, I compete against one person, blah, blah, blah. Well, if you wanted to compete against one person, why are you getting involved? Why did Imperium get into the ring and double DQ? Now they're both going. I want to believe that Sheamus will walk out the champion, but I could see them putting it on Drew, building Drew up to win a title, win the world title in front of fans so they can knock the COVID era title run, you know, stank off of them. But I guess we'll go one match at a time. <laughs> so you're going to, tr- you're going to turn drew heel. Yeah. Okay. Cause I was thinking, put it on Seamus. Yes. Seamus and drew feud over a while and Gunther goes after Cody. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I could see that. I'd like to see Cody and Gunther like being, you know, coming out of WrestleMania could be a feud, especially if uh, the rumors are true. Jay White still hasn't decided where he wants to go. Yeah, he's still 50-50, uh, which is crazy because, I mean, yeah. and every day he waits, the I would say the bag gets a little bit bigger. And, um, you know. It's wrestling, though. It's also that, that standard of every day you wait, the more people forget about you. Um, like, I hate to say yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. But- I mean, all you're seeing is – you know, one of his number one fans on Twitter saying, oh, do you remember when he did this or remember? Okay, well, we need some new memories because the last thing I remember is he lost a loser leave town match. Right. And, and then he yeah. lost the loser leave Japan. So he yeah. lost two in a row. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the match, though, was good. Yeah. I, I thought the shame. And that's why I'm like, I wouldn't mind a feud between the two of them. Yeah. I, I, they've done it a bunch, but mm-hmm. I'd be okay with a couple more. Especially with kind of the new harder hitting Sheamus that's been out there, like what he did with Gunther in their Ooh, series of matches. Dude, that was uh, you awesome. can run Drew back on those, and that'd be pretty good. Yeah, I'd like to see. Then we got the closing of the show. Yeah, yeah, I'd li- I'd like to see the feud. I think that would be a lot of fun. I think the level of action that you're going to see and the physicality is going to be something that will leave both of them black and blue without having to shed a bunch of blood <laughs> and. Just, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that, that um, Gunther would be a great first opponent for Cody and how, and it's so easy to get there. You know, he just has to get jumped a couple of times by Imperium. He'll come out and he'll be like, so what do you want to talk about? <laughs> Which <laughs> I'm feeling. And it's, it you know, it's a match made in heaven talking about the Cody thing when he was standing there looking at the screen when uh Owens and Sammy hugged it was like this 
crowd pop a moment almost. Yeah, I was going to get to that with the closing of the show. Yeah, that's freaking nice. So, you know, the match, like we said, the match between McIntyre and Sheamus, fantastic, great action. Crowd was super into it. The um, involvement by Gunther, I did in Imperium, totally did not see that coming. I thought he would I thought he would stay out of it. So, you know, kudos to uh, WWE you know, swerve in the universe. Cause they, they got me. I thought we were going to get a clean finish. And, um, now we're going to go into WrestleMania with a triple threat match to, uh, to crown a new intercontinental champion. Cause like you said, I don't, I don't think Gunther leaves the, uh, the intercontinental champion. Yeah. I mean, when Gunther got in, I was, I was on board for it. Cause I'm like, cool. He doesn't want a double countdown. I love that. Yeah. Like, unless you're going to declare them both the losers and then you get a buy that night. <laughs> but then to have Imperium attack him behind, he just kind of defeated the whole purpose of why he got in there first 100%, place. Yeah. That part I thought was stupid. I'm like, if you wanted to take them both on, just let the count out happen. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Yeah. But the WWE brain booking. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so all in all, though, like the action I thought was good outside of yep. the women's tussle. We could have seen a little bit better outing with the women. Don't be worried. I hope you're right. I'm just. Yeah. So don't be worried about the action that you're going to see at WrestleMania. Just like with the Super Bowl, you might not be a Chiefs fan, but you're trying to get tickets to get to the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl sells itself. So WrestleMania, I'll say this: boom! Like I'm looking more forward to the Oscar um, Bianca match than I am the Rhea Flair match now. What? Yeah, I just Ooh. their their interaction, and and maybe it's because Oscar and Bianca haven't touched yet. But that interaction Ooh, with I them agree with that, on man. that show, I was very let down by it. And I'm a huge Rhea Ripley fan. Like, I think she's one of the best in the business. Mm -hmm. Their interaction totally made me go, hmm, I kind of want to see Bianca and Asuka main event that night instead. Wow. So um, we'll see. I hope hope I'm wrong. I hope I am. I hope we get the old Charlotte, the Charlotte we saw against Becky, the Charlotte we saw against Sasha Banks. Like, I hope that's the Charlotte we see versus Rhea because then that's going to be a banger. Mm -hmm. Uh, If not, we'll see. Yeah. But we touched on it a little bit. The end promo, man. Oh, that was good stuff, yeah. man. I loved Jey Uso's delivery of, I never trusted you in the beginning. I started to trust you, but then I realized quickly that you lied. Like, completely justified. Everything you said, justified. I'm like, okay, well, maybe he's the baby face in this. Because, yeah, I wasn't, he wasn't wrong. He didn't trust him. And when he finally turned his trust him, he, Sammy betrayed him and it was just like, wow, you know, he's got a point. And then of course, then you get Sammy's side of it, which is, you know, Roman's ab- abusive basically. And he treats us all like crap and all that good stuff, the beat down. And then, like you said, the save with Kevin, like they're, they're beating the crap out of Sammy. And then Kevin Owens shows up and I am smacking myself in the head. And maybe we did mention this and I didn't catch it before. Why did I not catch that the Sammy Uso shirt had the scotch tape across or the Great tape across it with with Zane is the same great tape on KO shirt. Yep. I I want to say we talked about it, but yeah. for whatever reason, it really yeah, stuck just, out like, last night. We just over reason. it. I was like, oh wow, that's very reminiscent of the KO. Yeah, um, yeah. Little things matter, and it for whatever reason, mm-hmm. I guess maybe because I'm just not used to WWE having little things matter, right? But for whatever reason, <laughs> I, it, that hit me last night, and I was like, oh, that's just pretty cool. Yeah. But, and then, yeah, when they embraced, I'm like, damn it, somebody's cutting onions again. Uh It was just, it was really cool. Very emotional. Um, You know, we've all got that best friend that you fight with sometimes and eventually you turn back around and 
Hey man, we're always friends. Right. I may, I may think you're a scumbag, you know, or whatever. Uh, I joke, I've got a buddy, um, uh, shout out to Jim. If you're listening to this, that we laugh that every four years we kind of have a falling out and don't talk hmm, right around election time, but you know, whatever <laughs> we have different points of views on stuff. Yeah. And every four years we kind of get in this little, you know, F you man. No F you. I'm not talking to you. Yeah. It goes on for about a month or so. And then we start chatting again. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it is kind of funny that, you know, we all have that friend granted. We don't beat this sh- out of each other. Yeah. Um, maybe in high school, one yeah. of us chased the other one around with a sledgehammer. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Actually, that was, that was my buddy, Rob chasing Jim around with a sledgehammer over a girl once. So knock it off. That's a story it. for another time. <laughs> yeah. So all in all great show, i you know, yep. like them and I don't want to say kiss and makeup. I, this seriously really is bringing this WrestleMania card together. And we can do a rundown once we once we drop our beard ratings. Uh, what WrestleMania is going to look like right now? Because I am yo. No way! I'm going to put the people on the hook. We're going to drop that next week. Yowza! Let's next week because I want to I want to watch Monday night to see if they surprise us with anything. Okay, but I think we're safe to drop it before SmackDown next week because SmackDown I think is the Hall of Fame next week. It'll be Friday. Is next week WrestleMania or is it the? Mm, now I'm curious. So it's the 18th. Right now, so it'll be the twenty fifth next Saturday. And so then, I say we drop our preview the week of WrestleMania. Okay, yeah, we'll no do a voice. Maybe because I I want to give a couple more weeks to see if some things pan out. Yeah, I mean we could do it, but no, know, yeah, there's some there's some solid rumors. I was uh, grinding through the injury injury reports and uh, who's coming back and who's doing what to who. So uh, yeah, I think I think we hold off for. Uh, you know, all throughout this week and then WrestleMania week, we can, uh, we can let the world know where, uh, where we think the card is going to go. So we'll run down the, the, the docket for what we think for, you know, for the matches that are announced for WrestleMania. And then we can prognosticate what, how many beards we're going to give each match. And then when we come back and do our next show, we can, uh, either pat ourselves on the back or slap ourselves in the face. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we'll try to prick some winners and, yeah. you know, maybe we'll put some polls out there and, uh, yeah, we'll yeah. do something. Cool. I almost did a, I almost did a bracket like the NCAA, which by the way, zero brackets, zero perfect brackets right now for, uh, the NCAA, um, out of 2 million something brackets, zero perfect brackets. Cause there's been so many busters. So I was going to do this bracket of wrestlers since I started watching. Um, in 79 or 80 and do this bracket and rank everyone one to 64 and then see who oh man uh that'd be a cool yeah. thing to do like uh put it on twitter like uh yeah so and so versus so and so who do you got yeah do do a yeah. poll everybody's like oh yeah oh we should do like obviously this year not so much maybe next year when we have you know 10 million listeners you sir <laughs> but something like that we could do a march madness kind of yeah bracket thing uh, yeah, and set up like every week we'll do. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, we and then we can announce the winner when we're in uh, Philadelphia for WrestleMania. I told, uh, yeah, I told Mrs. Ellie Jair, she's like, okay, well, I guess I'm gonna go to Hawaii by myself. I'm like, I thought you were coming with me to WrestleMania. <laughs> she just walked out of the room. I'm like, all right, I guess you're not. So, uh, hey, uh, Edie wants to go. All right, well, we so. uh, we're gonna we're gonna, I guess we're gonna have a chaperone. Yep. Yep. I said, uh, yeah, she really wants to go. I'm like, cool. So we'll, 
I'm going to put her on the payroll anyway. I'm going to teach her how to edit. There you and go. I think I'm going to put her on our payroll and be like, all right, go yeah. edit our stuff up. <laughs> there it is. And then she can go as part of the business. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's covered. <laughs> yeah. She can, uh, she can rock. We'll get uh, a couple of new t-shirts out for the no shape man cave. We've got a uh, t-shirt hat right now. And uh, yeah, that I like that one. We've got the VCW veterans championship wrestling. We've got a couple of hats uh, that we've released. We've got some different shirts. I've got uh, some shirts sitting up here with, I'm going to put the Lucha Lucha version of our logo on there. And uh, for the company that I work for, we work for, I put our uh, animated logo from suicide. So thank you to nice. uh, suicide for that artwork. Looks sick. So. All right, let's rein it back in. Uh, final beard rating on SmackDown before we roll right into Rampage. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. JT, I hit it with four. I gave it four beards. Uh, it would have gotten four and a half had Rhea looked a little bit stronger in her match and in the uh, tussle. So I hit it with four. Cool. I hit it with three. Mm. <laughs> there it is. So above average. Uh, yeah. Again, sounded like Sidgwick. I like the trifecta. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel there were any matches on this show that were top tier quality. Right. Uh, the Sheamus and uh, McIntyre was a good match, just not a great match. Mm-hmm. So I hit it with a three, which is better than a two. Oh, was yeah. Before. I- Heck yeah. Um, yeah, I went with three on this one. Uh, I enjoyed a lot of it. Uh, I thought some of it fell flat. Mm-hmm. And the fact that one of the segments actually turned me against one of the WrestleMania matches was disappointing. Very, so. very disappointing. So, yeah, no. So, congratulations to uh, Monday night, or I'm sorry, Friday night SmackDown. Got uh, an above average ranking, little golf clap. And uh, yeah, man. So, we switched gears from WWE to. Coming to you live. It's Friday night. You know what that means. Uh, We're coming to you from Canada, AEW was, and we opened the show. The crowd was feeling it, too. I really dig that Canadian crowd, and uh, I don't know what that's all about, but they, I was feeling, feeling the crowd. I think, I think the, like, energy was, like, palpable. If you would have been in the building, you would have had a you would have had goosebumps because you're like, oh man, something's gonna go down. Yeah. And I had my fingers crossed both that we would see Taya and Jade go at it. But then at the same time I was like, wait, let it let it simmer. Let yep. let the war of words go. Cause she cause Taya can talk. She can go and she can wrestle her her butt off too. So I think she's she's going to be a good foil for Jade, and I think eventually Jade 
will become a baby face and Taya may join, you know, the, the outsider faction. And that would be, uh, that'd be, Although a good there's story, some other so. rumors floating around on that outsider faction that could be coming. I know the Bella twins have changed their names. Garcia. And they are yeah. Adamantly saying they're not going to AEW. Hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Just like edge adamantly said he was never coming back to wrestling. Right. No, I'm not returning in two months. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Then he showed up. Yeah. However, who knows? I think that'd be an awesome, awesome two people to put in there with Saray and them though. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, rampage. Whew. Like talk about switching gears, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have SmackDown, very promo heavy, very segment heavy building for the WrestleMania. Totally acceptable. And then like, I, I watched them back to back today. So I watched SmackDown and then immediately turned on rampage. And it was like a smack in the face. And I guess maybe I've never paid attention to it this way, mm-hmm. but the stark difference between the two oh, yeah. products is and not good and bad in, in either way. Just, just there's a difference, just different, right? Yeah. The, the production is different and everything else, but to open up with that match, Phoenix and powerhouse Hobbs, Jesus, mm-hmm. what a match. The psych- I, I love the psychology of the match. Oh, and I was so watching good. it. I was watching it thinking, dude, Jason JT is a huge Ray fan. He's going to be all about this match. And I, I was thinking the exact same thing. Like we didn't get a 17 minute uh, promo in the ring. We got action in the ring and your TNT champion powerhouse Hobbs against Ray Phoenix, Ray Phoenix, Phoenix, and Phoenix. Yeah, they <laughs> showed out and it was man. Uh, fantastic and and i'll admit like i am a huge ray phoenix fan i'm i'm a huge uh penta fan mm-hmm. mask up there if yeah. you can see us on the youtube you can you know, got their mask and hell i got some that i don't even have hung up yet yeah we got like one two three four, four more that aren't even i don't have room for them yeah i need to get more mannequin heads but yeah huge fan of theirs but i wasn't that pumped for this match because mm. with the qtv thing and this is the downside of what i think some of they they've done in AEW. I was worried about outside interference. I was worried about being a squash because of cheating or whatever the case was. I am so glad they didn't do it. They gave them time to breathe. They had, and like you said, the psychology of that match, Ray Phoenix, the underdog, Ray Phoenix going for his high risk moves, bouncing off Hobbs, going for another one. Oh, Hobbs stalkers a little bit, going for another one. Oh, he knocked him down. Then he gets him outside the ring. He does the dive and he just steps back. Does another dive and he just kind of and then he does the flip off. I'm like the psychology of that match and that yeah it was fantastic. Yeah. The match was great from beginning to end. Uh, whoever produced that match, whoever and it's probably QT Marshall because um, he's one of the one of their main producers. But it was very well done. Uh, extremely, extremely exceeded my expectations which I'm embarrassed about because I usually have really high expectations yeah. for Ray Phoenix and those. So, well, I mean, really, really good match. Yeah. Rampage hasn't done itself. Hasn't done itself too many favors these last couple of weeks. And, you know, they, you know, we limp into the weekend having to watch old ring of honor or uh, new Japan or something to get the, you know, to get the juices back over the weekend. Cause the Friday offering from AEW has not been the, you know, cream of the crop, but, yeah, they they definitely wanted to change everybody's minds going into uh, going into the weekend because it there was a and it's only an hour which you know and they didn't it didn't feel like they jammed you know ten pounds in a five pound bag it felt like they gave each match 
enough time, not too much, not too little. They gave the segments appropriate level of time. The commercials, you know, the commercial breaks and the pitcher in pitcher wasn't so distracting as usual. So all in all, um, I liked how they opened up with a match. Uh, Excalibur didn't seem like he was rushing to get in his 26 seconds of talk in a six second, you know, six second uh, segment. Yep. So kudos to the whole team over there. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, great match. Uh, Hobbs ends up getting the win, which of course he did, but definitely a well-earned match. Yeah. And, and I like the fact that it didn't, there was no interference. It was clean. Um and it looked like he earned it, which is good because a, a star of Ray Phoenix's caliber, it shouldn't have been a squash. So I was really happy with that yeah, match. Gave him gave him time to show his show his craft. I don't know if Penta's been hurt, um, or they just don't have a tag team story for him right now because they're more focused on FTR and the guns Honor. and acclaim and doing. All, oh yeah, okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. they're in that Ring of Honor, yeah. uh, Reach for the Sky ladder match coming Reach up. For the Sky. Yeah, I love that entrance. Yeah, then we had uh, the Ty Valkyrie thing. Uh, like you said, I'm glad they didn't touch. I'm glad they're building that up. Typical Squatch match. It actually felt like a Jade match, which was cool because now you're building that parallel. Yep. Just like I think you should be doing. Out, just like they should be doing with Rhea Ripley. Like, yes. Okay. She. You want her to be the champion. You want her to be the one to un uh, to unseat the champion, the 14 time world champion, and you have her go bumping around with. Um, with Zelina and you get Valkyrie who wins the match with Jade's move. And I just, I was like, man, her entrance is awesome. The aesthetic of it, the music, uh, she's got great rhythm and I just think she, she's going to have a great match with anyone that she locks up with just like, you know, the Omegas and, the you know, Moxley. I haven't seen Moxley have a bad match in a long time. Uh, the the young bucks. I haven't seen them have a bad match, and um, it's gonna help. It's gonna help raise Jade's, you know, stock because she's gonna have to. She's gonna have to earn it to keep that title. Speaking of the Moxley, well, actually, first uh, the Ty Valkyrie thing. I think the move, the Jade's jaded move. I think Ty's been doing that for a while, isn't it? Called like the Valhalla or something yeah. when she does it. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. Okay, so it's her finishing move. That so she's yeah she's showing she could do it better, but uh, yeah speaking of Moxley then we had uh, Stu Grayson with a hell of a fired up promo. Yeah, it's good uh, to see him back. Yeah, awesome to see him back. And then wanting Moxley, yes please sign me up for that match. That is going to be amazing. Yeah, Uh, sorry, Taya's Taya's move is the uh, Gates to Valhalla. Is is what she calls it? Valhalla. So Gates to Valhalla. Okay. So no, you're. It's just a little different version of the Jaded. Yep. Because I think she lands a little differently, but mm-hmm. I will say that Jade Cargill's version looks smoother. Like the way Jade mm-hmm. lands and kind of like flexes and just goes right into the pin. When I saw Valkyrie do it, it was a little like different pin. Yeah, I was like, oh, Jade's actually looks a little smoother. She's probably twice but, as strong too. I mean, <laughs> yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So this this is what I love about Rampage. We roll right into a squash match ish. With Daddy Magic and the JAS and the Bollywood Boys. Not much to talk about. Decent, okay, whatever it did what it had to do. Uh, then we have a little segment with the guns and um, Top Flight, whatever. I guess we're setting up them for a little title run, which is weird because I thought FTR was going to do it. But I think the guns are doing the avoid FTR thing, and then FTR is just going to make them come after them. So I'm good with that, too. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have an issue with that. 
Yeah, the top flight, they uh, they just had a match on Ring of Honor that was bonkers. Yeah. So it's good that they're getting additional additional ring time to really really cut their uh, cut their teeth, get a, get a little more action. So I think I I'm not, absolutely not mad at seeing them see it see them go uh, go at it. So it was fun. Yeah, I think that'll be a good match. Uh, then we got the amazing, unbelievable. I can't believe we're getting it free on TV. Holy shiz it! If you don't know this guy, go watch highlights. Drop. Uh, image drop of Omega versus, and I'm going to totally butcher his name, El Hijo del Vikingo. Yep. I think is his name. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> probably yeah. butchered the hell out yeah. of it. But I, yeah. I hope they go 90 minutes, man. And then, oh, man, it is going to be like, Hey, Jeremy the Tickler, hook me up. I will give you my password to TNT yep. so you can watch this match kind of deal. Like, yeah, it's, it, it's uh, I'm just kidding, by the way. TNT, TBS, don't, yeah. I'm not going to give my password out. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But uh, yeah, it's going to be. So here, here's a couple things about this match. And I'm not sure if you're uh, familiar with uh, Vikingo or not. I don't know if you've seen much of his I've stuff. I've seen a couple of couple Yeah, of AAA dude. So he's AAA. Uh, Omega has wanted to have a match with him for years, but they were scheduled to do something. I believe it was last year or the year before, but Omega didn't want to do it because he wasn't a hundred percent yet. He was still dealing with all those injuries, the vertigo and everything. And then, uh, there were some issues with travel and other, other thing. So it's a dream. Like they both have wanted to work each other, which that tells you right there that, oh, man, this is going to be good. I I'm excited. I think for, Fans who have never seen this guy wrestle, you're in for some amazing spots. He's a spot fest guy, but it's going to be some really good flippy do spot stuff. Uh, Omega is good at taking those and bumping and feeding for that. So that's going to be amazing. Man, I could spend probably 20 minutes talking about how yeah. great I think this match is going to be. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to bore everybody. I think they're both going to be made even more. I think, you know, re- regardless of who gets over and goes over and all that other stuff. Um, they're both going to seriously get over and we're going to see Omega at his near best. And Vikingo is going to seriously deliver because he's going to have that energy of that large North American crowd. And uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. I'll grab some, uh, I'll grab some matches and drop them on our Twitter feed. So folks can, uh, can get a gander on Vikingo. So I'm going to make a bold prediction. I think Vikingo goes over. What? So, a couple reasons. Mm-hmm. I think one, I think Omega will do the job for him. Uh-huh. I think that he respects him enough to do that. But two, it leads into some of the elite storyline of uh-huh. the the slippery slope of the losing streak that they're kind of going on. Uh-huh. So I can see that, and then using that to kind of build up some of the Hangman storylines. Okay, and I, I would almost even. Would love to see. I don't know how long Vikingo is going to be in town. If he's going to do three shots or if he's only here for a short amount of time. But what if we get, what if we sit Takeshita and Vikingo down the road in another dynamite and Takeshita wins? Well, now you get the Don Callis thing in there. Are we setting up uh, Don Callis flipping and going with Takeshita? Mm. Or are we setting up Kenny Omega getting tired of the Young Bucks when he starts seeing what happened at the pay-per-view where the Young Bucks gave Hangman the nod to go ahead and knock out Omega to take the title. Now he starts separating from them, oh. and then we get 
Takeshita and Omega versus the Young Bucks. Well, now they got Hangman Page. So now we get Takeshita, Omega, and Hangman Page, and Ibushi's out there. Do we get the Golden Lover reunion? And now we get the Golden Lovers and Takeshita versus Hung Bucks. Ooh. Like, there's so many opportunity yeah. and things to go that uh, make me very, very strongly believe that the Elite have re-signed with AEW. Or Tony Khan is going, look at these matches I can give you. Right. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. <laughs> because if you go anywhere else, you can only wrestle with the same you right. know, six tag teams or whatever. And, you know, with the and the forbidden door that's coming up in, in um, I think it's July in Canada. So, yeah, yeah I very disappointed I, on that one. I don't um, I don't not that because I don't think the WWE is that mountain that everybody needs to climb anymore because it's like, you know, college basketball used to be like, hey, you got to play it. You got to play at those blue blood schools in order to get drafted. Well, you've got international players that never played any college basketball. You've got players that play at little schools like Seth Curry played at Davidson, a tiny school in Tennessee. He got drafted, no problem. And now he's got, you know, four rings and all that. So I, I think that the, the, the mystique of the WWE mountain is no longer the case. And now it's what can I, what kind of story can I tell? What kind of career can I have and where? And if you're at AEW, you can work with just about anyone. They've, they've got the showings at, um, in New Japan. You've got the showings in AAA. You've got them going out doing indie stuff. And then, of course, you've got this stacked roster with AEW and Ring of Honor. So, yeah, I don't, I, I agree. I don't, I don't think, I personally think um, that the, the elite, they're not, they're not going to be leaving. They're, they're not going to be leaving. Yeah, I don't think so. And then, uh, speaking of Forbidden Door, I know we've been, Talking about it and talking about it, about we were going to go this year. But unfortunately, we're going to miss it uh, just because I can't get my passport in time. Dude, my son just got his and it took 16 weeks, four months to yeah. get uh, from start to finish. And we expedited it. So, so yeah, we keep in touch, fans. We will go to some form of pay-per-view yeah. this year, uh, whether it's probably not double or nothing. Maybe the next AEW pay-per-view, we'll have to find out where that is. Cool. We'll do a meetup with the one or two fans that show up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get a table. <laughs> yeah, we'll get a we'll get a table. A table, table for three. Yeah. <laughs> the uh the the last match on the card, the Brody King Garcia. I was just gonna get into that one. The way Brody has being being has been booked was has been perfect. He's this big monster. I loved I love the how they made him look on um the six man match and or the uh the nine man the the triple threat for the trios championships. And I don't know what giving Garcia the win does for, does for the storyline. Um, so I'm trying to figure out where, where they're going with that. But I think, yeah. I think we're going to get a feud between J uh, JAS and house of black. Mm-hmm. So we'll get a solo trios team or not a solos, but a three on three match with them, probably a double or nothing. Mm-hmm. So we'll do a little feud between there. Uh, maybe before that to build something else up, but I think that's what you're going with that. But so you're talking about the Brody King thing, and then you look at the Will Hobbs thing, and I know WWE is known for bicking, booking. Easy for me to say, booking big guys. I'm sorry, man. Tony Khan does it better. Like he is better at big, booking those big guys because yes, they're powerhouses. Yes, they're supposed to dominate people, but you put them in the ring with somebody who knows what they're doing to take out their legs. To, I, I just think. The booking of Hobbs and Warlow and 
I think he knows how to book those big guys into some good matches to the point where like if Brock Lesnar showed up in AEW, now I'm like, I almost would like to see some dream matches there. I'd like to see Brock versus Omega. And I'm not a huge Brock Lesnar fan. I yeah. think he's very one dimensional, but, and I don't mean to, and I'm not hating on the guy. He's good at what he does. And from all accounts, he's super safe in the ring and yeah. he's really good at making it look like he's not safe, which is awesome. But I was saying the other day, like if he's really done, man, what a cool get if they went out and got Brock Lesnar to come in for a year oh, and man. just do some stuff, do some work with powerhouse Hobbs, do some work yeah, with Wardlow. Wardlow and do some work with, yeah, I mean, and, um, totally rumor, by the way, no, yeah. no, no conversation at all has happened about yeah. that, but I just, the way he's booked Brody King, the way how Hobbs gets booked. Brock, Brock and Samoa Joe did, uh, did some work together. That would be a lot of fun. The way he books Samoa Joe, the way he books, um, Willie Mack when he was on. Oh, Willie Mack looked great on uh, Ring of Honor, by the way. If, yes. If, uh, if you caught any of that. So I think, I, man, I would, I, I, I would be okay with a Brock run in AEW. Not, not like, again, I don't want to put that out there. That's no rumors. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to start anything. It's just an opinion that right. that would be kind of a cool. So I gave uh, Rampage, I, I think I went three and a half, actually, is what I have. Three and a half to four. It was kind of very tossy up. Probably would have gone four, except I wasn't big on the daddy magic match i thought it was kind of just there for filler uh-huh. i was a little disappointed in the ending to the brody king match but uh other than that uh yeah i went three and a half three and a half on uh on rampage for me yeah i was uh i was sitting at four stars and when the match ended with garcia getting the win the way he did i, I it went to three i love taya um i think she's gonna be awesome i loved the ray and Hobbs match. I thought that was mm. fantastic. And it it was just unfortunate that, you know, that they had to end the end the match that way. The the crowd was fantastic. They were into it until they weren't and the at <laughs> the yeah. end the booing and um I thought that was I thought that was pretty cool. So yeah, so I gave it three beards. Still a great show. Nothing nothing against the boy against the boys and girls there. It was just the way those a couple of those spots were booked. So four stars. So winner of the week. Winner what was your winner of the week? Of the week. I would give it to Friday night SmackDown. Really? Over Dynamite? I thought uh, you know, the four beards. The Dynamite was fantastic, had a lot of fun with it. But wow. The I felt like they moved enough of the storylines. And it might just be again WrestleMania sells itself. Yeah. So I, I I'm and my it's a little bit of my WWE brain too. So yeah. Wow, I'm surprised at that. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, mine went to Dynamite, man. I mean, that triple threat map, the elite, the elite finish, and yeah, oh, I the, just the, yeah, Dynamite that elite finish was fantastic because now you gotta yeah. tune in and the, the four top, pillars. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, that promo was fantastic. You've got the um the the talk of AEW getting a a third show besides the all access, so they're going to get a third yep. wrestling show on Saturdays at six oh five. So that'll be, you know, that I'm would curious be, what that's going to be. Yeah, I hopefully it's not a. Well, I mean, I don't I don't want to say hopefully one way or the other, but however they, if they can book it like they've been booking Rampage lately, <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be good, but. But if they turn it into this elevation, dark elevation, um, I, I probably won't be tuning in to uh, tuning into it, or I'll record it so I can fast forward. So, which sucks because it's it's not their fault. So, 
All right. So we've got the winner of the week for Ellie Jair was SmackDown. Mine was Dynamite. Uh, hopefully winner of the week as far as podcast goes is uh, ours for all our listeners out there. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, we are going to be the number one podcast uh, out there eventually. Just give us time. We're going to keep growing. Just saying. I want to thank all our listeners for sure. Follow us on all the social medias at No Shave Man Cave. I'm not going to run through them all. You guys know where we are. Keep following us. Subscribe. I want to say that. Subscribe to YouTube. Subscribe to I, wherever you're listening to us. Apple, Spotify, wherever. Uh, listen charts. New York podcast. Give us some vote ups. Uh, shout out to them again. We were selected for another show on their staff picks. So that's awesome. Uh, someone over there really likes us. So again, I think that's four or five of our shows yep. that have been picked as staff picks. So uh, shout out to them for sure. Really appreciate that. And uh, yeah, keep keep uh, specifically on there. They have a vote button. You can vote our shows up. It'll get us in the top uh, rankings on their podcast, which just gets more views out there. Appreciate all the love, guys. Uh, keep it coming. Subscriptions help. Uh, that way, when the new, new episodes go live, I'll uh, get downloaded. For those of you who don't know, YouTube is starting a YouTube podcast channels. Uh, right now, it's just on YouTube itself, but YouTube Music will have podcasts on it. We are already set up to go live on that as soon as it goes out. So subscribe to our YouTube also. There it is. Tagging out. Thank you very much, JT. Just as he said, you know, wherever you uh, wherever you follow, wherever you like, go ahead, hit subscribe. Hit us with your, your uh, ratings. Appreciate so much to the New York City podcast network for yet another staff favorite in the listen now network uh we've jumped into the top three percent of all podcasts so it's uh hard work between jt and i but it's the the love that we get from the uh from the fam so thank you so much so with that i'm gonna send you off on your weekend be safe look out for yourselves look out for one another and i'll see you on the floor You've been listening to the No Shave Men Cave. If it's pro wrestling, we're talking about it. Unless we see something shiny and wander off into the woods. If you hang around long enough, we'll eventually come back. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Fire off your comments and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at No Shave Man Cave. Y'all be cool, and we'll see you next time on the No Shave Man Cave. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.